running for a train or training for a run. Find your balance. Every delicious Baron Balance Bar gives you the perfect caloric ratio of 40% carbohydrates to 30% protein to 30% dietary fat for energy that lasts. Baron's Balance Bar. Have you found your balance? You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. All right, we're on, baby. Yeah. We're Another on. Week. Another week. After a week off, boom. We're uh, I'm jacked up on Mountain Dew, Chip. We must be, uh, is Chip here? Not yet. All right. Uh, we must be, uh, we're back, man. Fight. We got a big we got jam. Dude, this is a huge show tonight, man. Yeah. Huge show. We got in-studio guests. We got all kinds of things to talk about. We got the Kentucky Derby coming up here in the uh, in what's that second block, right? We're going to talk yeah. about Kentucky yeah, Derby. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Um, can we talk about who's here? Absolutely. Go ahead. Well, first of all, we got uh, just let me let everybody know that this uh, portion of the DGR show is brought to you every week as it always is by Cooks Aspen, Barron's Balance Bar, and Delillo's Beef Jerky. Wow, so, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a big good. show. It's always yeah. a big show. Mm-hmm. Like that. Mm-hmm. So first of all, our first guest, uh, he has been here before, mm-hmm. uh, and we're looking forward to his insight. He usually, he's going to try to break his record for more than 11 words said. Mm-hmm. During and the, the most uh, tape the And the most tape balls. Yeah. Uh, that is uh, Steve the Mouse Melter. So, Stevie uh, Melter in the house, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, no problem. Thanks for Thank being you. here, man. We got to get him a headset. I know yeah. Uh, um, maybe we can. Maybe we'll talk to. Uh, let's see if we can. Um, we have an intern down from. Yeah. Uh, let's talk to the intern to see what uh, what you got. Hey, can we get can we get Mouse a headphone? Can we get Mouse a headphone? Can we get Mouse? Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. All right. They'll be talking about that. They're gonna get him a headphone. So anyway. Okay. Good. Um. Okay. Go ahead, Daryl. Keep going. And the other one, we got a special guest. Uh, you mentioned we're gonna talk about the Kentucky Derby. And we have a fantastic in-studio in, uh, in guest. He has called many times. Oh, yeah. He he's a friend of the show. He's a sponsor, right? He's, Give, a, he's a sponsor. Gives specials to mm-hmm. all his listeners mm-hmm. uh, at his restaurant. We have uh, the founder of Smokey Molnar's Barbecue Sauce. Boom. Johnny Molnar. Johnny, Johnny Rockets. Johnny Rockets. Alex Carlos, it's a pleasure. Yeah, let's turn, turn, the, turn the mic on. <laughs> Check one, two. Perfect. <laughs> there it is. There all it right. is. You're right, in the house. Fellas. Nice to be Smokey Molnar's in the house too. Thanks for having me. Glad I could get away from the restaurant and come uh, dedicate some to the show tonight. Okay. Do you hear yourself in your head? Yeah. Okay. A lot. Okay. So just here. Speak into the black thing in the front. There There you go. (laughs) Just like college. Gotcha. (laughs) (laughs) Looks familiar. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's good, that's All right, Daryl, so what's why, up? Well, what, what happened this weekend? Well, I was going to say, why weren't we here last week? Well, last week we had a uh, we had a run in with Las Vegas, okay. and um, we had. Uh, well, it looks like we have a we have a caller with no caller ID coming in, which is probably these clowns over here. Oh, so, yeah. are they laughing? No, they're running. Yeah, so they're that's calling. That's the intern in. crew. Yeah. That's not. We're not going to answer that. So, um, we had a run in with Vegas, and we came in. In the afternoon Monday, and uh, <sighs> be honest with you, I was a little worn out from the uh, trip, and uh, we had a football game. Yep. So we uh, we ended up calling it uh, taking the day off, which not usually like us, but um, what we did. No, that's good. Well, that was more than I was uh, asking. Yeah. I meant you know the week before. Oh. And that weekend was pretty good. We had. Oh, we had a fantastic weekend. Vegas we were talking trip. about we uh we did make it over to Las Vegas. Um. Didn't make it to any sports books. minus a couple people, but um, I don't know. Should we take this right away off right off the bat? Well, we probably 
Yeah, let's go ahead. All right, let's go ahead and take it. WDGR, you're on the air. Yes, am I caller number one? You are caller number one. I was calling about the contest. The what? That, that was the last contest. week. Which contest? The final uh, four? The movie, Night Shift. Oh, that was, that was a while back. That was a month ago. Yeah. Well, you came in I third. I didn't everybody call in about it. So yeah. I just... Well, you came in third. Because Daryl um, answered it right off the bat. He knew what it was. Okay. Mm-hmm. You guys sound good. Getting a little bit of feedback, but overall, you're probably four by four tonight. Oh, well, that's really good. Yep. Are you shooting out any lights of neighbors? Any shooting out any lights with the beam no, gun? No, I, I gave that up, man. You gave it up? Okay. Yeah, I got too much to risk. <laughs> oh, shoot Frankie's ass. <laughs> that's great. Right, guys. That's great. Um, Thanks for calling. Hey, stay tuned next week. Uh, we got a special uh, debut for that caller. Oh, we do. Coming next week, so mm-hmm. that'll be exciting for him. Okay. I know he's been waiting a long time, but his check just cleared. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, what can you, we do? Yeah, you, yeah listen, we can't, uh, you know. Can't, can't give sponsorships out without pay. No. So. No show, no dough. No, that's, yeah. that's always a good thing. But yeah, now, Vegas was a good time. Vegas was a good time. We went out on a Thursday, and um, Thursday I think everybody was pretty neutral as far as Winning and losing, and then uh, Friday was was a very good day for everybody, except for Cohen, right? Yeah. Didn't Cohen leave when we all <laughs> we were we <laughs> we were playing craps, and um, it started out kind of slow in the morning, and then um, the we, girls wanted to go get something to eat, so walked, right? Rob was forced to go get something to eat as well, and when he left, <laughs> um, the table just got ridiculous, ridiculous, and people were making thousands of dollars. At the craps table, yeah. everybody. and um, Special shout out to Callie. Oh, the, the Callie, roller. right. Our friend from Callie who rolled for 55 minutes. At, at least. At least. Yeah, the, the, 55. I mean, even when the dealer tells us, you know, when the craps guys were saying, that was almost an hour roll right yeah. there. So she rolled for an hour, and she rolled some sevens. She just rolled it at the right time. That's, so That's um, what you have to do. Yeah. So it was a... It was a good time. Lots of points, lots of uh, lots of money being made, lots of hugs. We did hug each other a lot, didn't we? Yeah, and uh, and strangers. And strangers. Made and fun of people at the table. Oh, my God. Yeah, just the like the same as, you know, remember Wallflower and a couple years ago and Red Rider and those guys with the red shirts and trying to hit people with the dice. and what are the 70s disco yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, though. We had a, we had a fantastic time, and... Um, it was good. It was good. Um, it was just enough time. It was just long enough and not too long, so it was good. And um, yeah, day at the pool, which you know broke the, up the losing. Yeah, the pool, pool was good. The pool was good. And what was that place we ate dinner at? That was a really cool place. It was good. Uh, strip steak. Yeah. What 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 hotel was that in? Uh, the wow, it was right by the flamingo. Was it in the? Oh, it was in the um. Plan the IP, Hollywood. the old Plan oh, Plan Hollywood. Hollywood. What was the, What's the IP now? It's the the quad. The quad. Yeah, that's where that uh, Bob, not Bobby Flay. Was the guy that that does that? He's got the restaurant in there with the blonde hair that's spiked. Oh, he guy, does dine. Guy Fieri. Yeah, Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. So, so it was a good time. We had a we had a blast, and um, I'm looking forward to next year. We just found out that uh, next year will be. Uh, we'll be going during the Kentucky Derby next year. I just found that out. So uh, we'll be going I to Vegas. Yeah, we'll be going to Vegas during the, the. We'll be there when the Kentucky Derby is there. And so the, this we is whoever wants to go. Oh. I mean, it's open invitation to any DGR fans. You've picked it out a year from now. Well, John and I were just talking about oh, it, and okay. he said we should go there during the Kentucky Derby, okay. and I said that sounds good. 
So I think that's excellent. So we should maybe we should do a contest. We should put, get together. Maybe we, a couple of listeners could uh, win their way. Well, we've been there from when the Final Four was there, right? Remember, yep. we were there during basketball. Um, March. I, that's not Final Four, but March Madness. Right. We were there. Um, we've been there for what else? Jesus's birthday? No. Country Music Awards. Country Music Awards. We've been there. Um, Jesus' birthday, like Christmas? No, not Christmas. Uh, no, we haven't been there. Easter? Easter? No, maybe. Oh, we were there Easter. We left. I guess I left Easter Sunday. The Jewish people stayed. Right. right. Um, but other than that, uh, it's it's always been good to us. Vegas has always been a lot of fun. So. Absolutely. What else? What did you do? Anything else besides yeah, I went to go Vegas. with me? Oh. <laughs> Did you do anything but go with me? No, no, it so. was uh, it was good. I, uh, I I texted to see about uh, hey, I'm on my way for the show, and uh, it was a breath of fresh air to hear no nope, no show this week. So it was that worked out. <laughs> it worked out because uh, I had to leave. I went to California this past weekend. Yeah, you didn't put up much of a fight. No, no. So because I left I left Thursday for California, so that was a whole other week of that. Uh, How was that? So. Where'd you fly? You fly to L.A. Uh, f- I actually flew into John Wayne, which is uh, Santa Ana. Is that? It's Irvine, California. Irvine. Mm-hmm. Were the Rams in Irvine at one time or another? Who was in Irvine, California? Oh, was there well, like the NBC or somebody? Who, Mouse? Who broadcasts from Irvine? Well, there was someone. F- All right, go ahead. He, turns the mic. Dallas Cowboys trained there. In Irvine, California? Yes, sir. For real? And the Lakers used to play in Inglewood. But yeah, that, well, that makes sense. And then I flew out of LAX, and uh, I actually was able to set up a guest while I was out there who's going to be calling in and the mm-hmm. nine o'clock hour, and that's uh, 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 Dave Gibner, Dave Gib- uh, who Gibby? writes the Dave's Mets blog. Mm-hmm. He's uh, like the uh, what's that Met guy that uh, the old man that talks about the beating people with baseball bats on an airplane. Remember that guy? He's on YouTube. He's yeah, uh, yeah, oh yeah, the, <laughs> the New Yorker guy. Yeah, what, yeah. what's his name? I don't Do know. You know? I, I know the videos, but I don't okay, know. yeah, that's pretty funny. But he's going to be calling in a little bit later. That's too, good. We so. love him. How was uh? You guys go out to dinner yeah, and we stuff. Yeah, we went out to dinner. We went to a place called the Hudson House. Had a couple of craft beers, and then I then I went to LAX and flew back home on a red eye. So did you Uber out there? You told me you were Ubering. I lifted. There. You lifted. Yeah. How much was that? Uh, it was forty eight to the restaurant from Irvine, <laughs> and then it was uh, twenty eight. How long was the ride? Forty eight minutes. Oh really? Yeah. Is that expensive? No. Not. No, the guy told me that that trip he took the day before took two hours. Really? Yeah, that's L.A. traffic for you, so I guess I got lucky. Mm. Did his wife, did Dave's wife yeah, have a $30 scotch? No, but we, funny that you say that, I was about to crack up because we talked about that at dinner. and uh, In Vegas. <laughs> yeah, because I, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I almost threw up. I go, how much is that drink? <laughs> it's $28. I go, it's $28. It's one ounce of scotch. Yep. Oh, scouts. yeah, you know, she's really big on, you know, she yeah. used to be oh, a bartender, yeah. so she really knows what's going on, and she knows what's an expensive. She had that kind of drink that night, too. Yeah. Now, she, let she me ask you a question. Have I, I've never had a $28 glass of anything, I don't think. Uh, not that you paid for, <laughs> but you have had good scotch at my house. I have. Some Johnny Blue. Was it blue? Yeah. Yeah, I can't really tell. Yeah. It, it's like gasoline, to be honest with you. I had something at Lane's house the other day It was pretty good. It was, um... It was, it was some type of scotch, but um, it was it was flavored, which is a little sissy esque, but yeah, it was still pretty good though. Well, our uh, compadre here, yeah, John, just shook his head. Ponies, and said, you're yeah. right. He knows about scotch too, right? Don't you, John? Yeah, he's a pretty big scotch drinker, right? Single malt man myself. Single malt. Can you tell the difference? Absolutely. I mean, I've yeah. I've seen that on TV. Maybe we should have a taste test one time. Yeah. Can we fun. do that? Yeah, maybe uh, another week. And speaking of that, I'll tell you what. 
come Derby Day, our good friend, sponsor Richie Goose, was kind enough to buy me a nice bottle as a gift. While uh, Derby Day, we'll have a finger, and okay, it's it's nice finger. Yeah. All right. Are they bringing that back too, finger? I think a lot of the people are doing it again. Plus, so. I think what you were about to say is we're going to introduce a new segment. Yeah, to the talk show. about that. Talk the about that. That's good. I was thinking about we could have what's called the DGR brew off. And mm-hmm. basically what we could do is each week we'll bring in a, another, you know, sample of uh, whether it be a craft beer local from a local brewery and we'll taste it and uh, we'll give it our our grade. And because uh, I've had a lot of contact from a lot of uh, different breweries who want to be part of the show. And uh, so I thought it would be a great way that we could get some free beverages and, and everything here. So yeah, we're up to 60 listeners right yeah. now. Wow, we have 60 people listening to the show. Well, that's huge. Well, well, I know we want to get to the uh, we want to get to the ponies. So um, uh, if we okay. want to do that, we could take our uh, first break. Get that out okay, of the who, way. Okay. Who is um who's our first sponsor? Do you know Daryl? No, I don't have it in front of me. Um, but I think that what we should do is uh, maybe look at the uh, Max and Moe's. Uh, because that's one of those things that we should get. Catering at a Kentucky Derby party is really important. And so if we'd go with uh, Max and Moe's, that would be a great kickoff. Okay, that sounds good. Max and Moe's Bagel Deli Emporium is a brand new concept coming to South Florida. Breakfast and lunch will be served daily. Prepared foods and catering is available at Max and Moe's. They combine homemade food that is prepared daily in our kitchen along with a family-friendly atmosphere where each customer is treated as a member of the family. Customers are personally known by, by name so that each day they are greeted with a warm and welcome smile. This combination of good food and personal service distinguishes Max and Moe's from the other competition. As a family business serving a community built around family, everyone working at Max and Moe's understands that good food served with a personal touch is what keeps customers coming back day after day. We invite you to explore and sample our wide variety of food selections. And for the health and diet conscious, check out our healthy food options, including our light and fat-free salads. Starting in May 2017, come by Max and Moe's at the corner of Pine Island and Sterling Road in Davie. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. All right. Hot mic, hot mic, hot mic. Yeah, there Off we go. Jesus Christ. This is good. Hot mic. <laughs> there you go. We're so almost, we almost had another sponsor. We're gonna have to pay. More. Yeah, I know. You had to pay twice, I think. So, but uh, in the next block, uh, you had talked about we're gonna talk about the Kentucky Derby, right? Is that true? Is that, that is true. Is we that got, that's with our. Uh, we we gave a quick introduction to okay. our uh, guest in the studio, and he's getting ready to join us now for a full segment. Uh, Johnny Molnar. He's gonna talk a little bit about uh, the ponies. Tell us what to look for. Uh, I hear you got a little uh, soiree going. Hold on, John. Johnny, that's you, buddy. All right. What yeah. a beautiful sound. Yeah, it is a beautiful sound. Christmas, New Year's, all the Halloween, same, right? It's all it's all, all wrapped big, into one big present. Yeah, that's you. This <laughs> is your uh, this is your Disney World, isn't it? It's yeah, it's yeah. my Disney World. Yeah. This, these these two minutes. So let's talk about John. Let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> that's the, everybody's. Uh, let's Disney talk about World the party you. first of all, John. What's uh, what's going to happen that's at the Molnar House this not weekend? Not a party. It's a get together. Watch the <laughs> Derby. You know, come over. <laughs> bring something to eat, bring something to drink, bring some cash if you want to bet on it. 
bring some good karma. What's the spread? What 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 kind of spread do we have for food? What do we have? All right. We go to Gino's. Yeah, usually we do it Italian. Italians at the Molnars for Derby Day. No doubt. Italians, we go old school. Bring out the red and white checkered tablecloth, and wow. a set Italian coffee. Do you put movie. plastic on your couches? No, we're past that. But I got the uh-huh. painted mirror on the wall. <laughs> of yourself. <laughs> On yeah. a bear no, it's, it's like, Jesus or it's somebody. It's me as a Sagittarius, half man, <laughs> half horse. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. All right, so good. So let's uh, let's talk about the Derby, John. For the, for those people that are, let's say, not experts in the Kentucky Derby, there's 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 three big races, right? Well, there, there's you got the Kentucky Oats. The wood, the wood. Oh, now you got me confused. Kentucky Oaks and the Kentucky Derby. No, no, I'm talking about the major, the. Oh, the Triple Crown. The Triple Crown. Yeah, you got the Derby, the Preakness, and the Belmont. Okay, so right now we're now the Derby has a specific age horse, right? You can only have a certain age. You got to be three years old. Okay, and uh, let me and not to get into too much detail, but is there a weight limit on the horses or just the jockeys? The jockeys have to weigh a certain amount. That's a good question. Now, all the horses in this race are going to be carrying 126 pounds, regardless of what the guys weigh. Right. There were 100 pounds or 26 adding to it. Speaking of which, uh, that they were he was the winner of the DGR basketball pool. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. The jockey. The jockey. uh, Yes. Mark nice. Messel did win fire. the DGR pool. He weighed in at 114 pounds. So they were going to be adding 12 pounds, I would assume, to his Correct. horse Correct. to get him up there. Okay. okay, interesting. So now, John, how many horses are in this race? All right, well, um, we got 20. Every year they, they started running 20. Okay. So we got 20 ponies and they're going in a starting gate this year. Um, tomorrow, noon, high noon tomorrow, they're going to be doing the post position draw. So okay. that that's a, that's a so biggie. It's not they, based on they, wins. It's how do they do that? They, they draw the hat. They put the they put one through twenty in the thing. They pull your name out and so whatever they, order you, they pull you, they you pick your spot you so, want to run. So drawing out of a hat, kind of like yeah. a, it's just a blind draw. Yeah, and then you get to pick your spot where you want to go. Okay. Oh, what the, is what so is the if most? You get the first pick. Sorry. Okay. No. No problem. If you get the first pick, then you get to pick which gate you want to go yeah, into. Is there exactly. a, a difference? Or is there a benefit? Oh, Inside, outside, middle. It's a big, big, big difference. One of my betting angles for the Derby, any horse in the one or two hole, is an automatic toss. And it's oh. such an automatic toss for me that if I owned a horse going in the Derby and he got the one or two hole, it's a good chance I would cut him. If you look at an overhead picture of the starting gate on Derby Day, the one is actually in the turn. Yeah. So he's got to break, clear the turn, and get over and like and start turning already. Yeah, wow. and get and over. Then so. Like the maybe the 20 shot is just a straight line. Well, what the thing saying? with the 20 shot now, you're out wide. You got 20 horses wide, so so you're going 20 f- horses out wide. You get caught outside going to the first turn. Instead of running a mile and a quarter, you're running closer to a mile and a half now. I got you. Going, you know, I got so you. There, there's a lot of uh. So there's no wow. stagger there. So you just kind of well it depends depend on know, where you're at. Lot of so what's the most ideal? What does everyone pick? Did everyone pick a certain lane? The last few years, the trend's been going outside into the auxiliary gate because there's less traffic at the what break. What is the auxiliary Told gate? You. It's post positions, 14, uh, 16 on out. 15 okay. and 16, okay. split that up because they started running 20 horses. Now, traditionally, does those horses traditionally win or no? It doesn't Over the long term, if you look at it, no. Okay. Actually, post 17 has never won the Derby in 146 years. Interesting. Yeah. This might be a has great 18 day. 18 or 16? Yes, every other. This would be a great day to pick seventeen because he's due, right? I don't know. We'll see who gets it. I don't. 
this is handicapping, not you know, not playing a slot machine. Listen, oh no, uh, we, uh, we, we're we using it. our brains and we're putting together information and data and we're spitting it out and we're sharing it with your fans. Okay. You do make a good point. I remember we sat at that roulette table and uh, 18 came in, f- uh, four out of five uh, spins. That's right. It's kind of crazy. That is. Well, first I have a couple textures coming in. Rob, you can you know what you can do with sweaty balls. So he's texting in. Sounds we we sound like sweaty balls from. Uh, SNL. But uh, anyway, we do have a couple other textures uh, that have come in here, too. Um, rain seems like it could be an issue. Is that true? Yeah, rain. Oh. The, the weather the weather kind of snuck into the forecast. They had it up to 70%. Now this afternoon, they backed it down to 40%. So that's that could be a potential uh, monkey in the handicap. And we'll have to wait and see how that pans out. Now... Do the odds change on these horses? If it was to rain the night before, would the odds change on the horses? No, the, ho- the odds go by the betting public. And I got the, the early odds. I was going to go over that with you, some history yeah, we'll get, and all that. Yeah, we'll get to that in yeah. a second. But just to give these guys a an update on, or just a, an overall, because a lot of people don't follow horse racing like you do, of course. Because uh, I'll tell you what, since I've met you, you've always been a, a big advocate of the horses. And we've been to Calder a couple times, and you kind of walked me through a couple things, showed the kids a couple of ways that, you know, to make some money here and there. So um, if you're looking at a racing form, does everyone have the same information? Yeah. To bet on these horses. Yeah. Or is there insider betting kind of like an insider training or do you no. uh, insider trading no. of sorts? Well, you know, the race of forms, everybody has the same information. Mm-hmm. Now, who works around the barn and who shares what information? It's different. You know, that's different. Really? But on this time of year, on this race with the media coverage and everybody having a show and this and that, it's getting harder and harder to keep a secret. You know? Okay. Now are these th- now these horses all have run this distance before, or no, they don't, they have not. No, that's another part that makes come this on an interesting. You know. <laughs> come on, Al. Hey, I'm talking to the the public is listening too, so we got to make sure that they know what's going on here. So. <laughs> what I'm saying is, why wouldn't these these people, the trainers, train these horses to run this distance? Well, they do. Okay. I mean, every horse can run a mile and a quarter. It's just some get there faster than others. So, uh, you know, they okay. train them. They do the best they can. And uh, Okay. All right. So let's let's talk about the uh, the horses. There are 20, right? You said right. 20 horses. And what would cause a horse to scratch? I've heard that a couple times, scratch, or they get sick or something. Sick, an injury. Like this one horse we got running, his name's uh, Gervin. There's rumor out he's got a quarter crack in his hoof. It means he's got a little... Hagnail on his hoof, and there was rumors about him getting scratched because of that, but it looks like he's going to go. You know, when Pletcher had five going in, he scratched two this year because they just weren't training well. Mm-hmm. So he's, he scratched two of them. So, you know, not feeling well, not training well, mm-hmm. whatever it may be. This is, you know, you got a three-year-old horse, which is kind of like a young teenager running against 20 other horses going a mile and a quarter. So I got you. I got a you. lot of horses have come out of this race ru- ruined for their career. They don't run again. Huh. Is, t- is 20 a big number? Is They'll it never like run this again. No, okay. No. So w- what is a normal? Breeders' Cup, you'll get 14. rest of them, you'll get around 10. Okay. Oh, 10. 10, ten horses wow. a race, okay. 10 to 8, yeah. And so why is it? Why do they allow that? And even though they're going to go down, why do they allow that many? In the Derby? Yeah. They did that about 25 years ago. I don't know the exact reason. I'm sure it has nothing to do with money or revenue, though. No. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, John, tell us, uh, tell us working from the inside out, who do you like? Well, like I said, they didn't do the draw yet. So okay. we're still waiting on the draw. But just give me um 
If you were to, if all of them started in the same post, what, uh, who do you like? Right now, I'm having issues, truthfully. You know, you're having issues. There's, right. there's 20 horses in the field, and there's five I feel that pretty much are better than the other ones in no particular order. They're Classic Empire, Always Dreaming, Okay, Irish War Cry, Okay, Gunavera, uh-huh. and McCracken. Okay, so. Phil? I'm going to throw out... Fucking 16 orb. Phil? Is there an orb? Yeah, orb won the derby a few years ago. Okay. Well, we had a texture coming in asking yeah, 16 orb. Yeah, it was a 17 hole. Oh, it was a 17 yeah. hole. But you said that never won. 17 holes never won. Yeah, but it's the fifth largest exacta payoff in derby history. Yeah, I was going to get to that. Oh, oh well, Lane's stealing your thunder, so yeah, he already texted in. I'm sorry. That's cool. Lane, stop the shit. Okay, go ahead. That's cool. And the, and the balance bars are doing good at the restaurant. They sure so, are. Yeah. All right. So those are the six. So so let me let me. So those are the five that are, I think are the best horses. Like I'm throwing one out already, and that's always dreaming. Always dreaming. We're gonna we're gonna now we're gonna throw him out. Can we sway throwing him out like not betting him? Putting I'm not in the win spot. We're not gonna putting these win. putting these we're not gonna key him. putting these predictions out. Can we sway the betting? Can we change the lines if we have enough people betting? Uh, at our t- no, we're not a whale. We're not. We're minnows. But we have a lot of people listening to the show that could start to bet, and we might well, change gonna, the line. Yeah, it's yeah. In- insider well, trading. Well, I'll tell I you a little about this sport. You got me bouncing around here a little bit. All right, go ahead. I'm uh, sorry. Um, on last year, it was a, for a two-minute race, they had 150 million dollars bet on this race. Hmm. So you're talking about 150 million. So wow. that's that's what we're after, Al. That's, that's all. Over, that's all over the world. So all over the world, 150 million in two mm-hmm. minutes. So mm-hmm. that's what we're after. We're we're the sharks going after these people who don't put the time, energy, and effort into to winning this race. So, so in a matter of two minutes, you can pull out a a pretty penny here. Hmm. You know. So that's what we're after. And I, you know, I've been calling for the last few weeks, and sure. I wanted to. Sh- Share with the uh, you know with the guests here okay. what we're going after. Right, this go is ahead. this is this is the cherry we're going after, mm-hmm. and this is going back 25 years of stats. I'm sharing with you guys. The average win odd, if you paid a dollar on a horse to win in the last 25 years, the average win was 13 dollars. Okay. With the highest yeah, winning paying 50 dollars and the low paying two dollars. Okay. Now you have an exacta, which is first and second place. All right. In the last 25 years, a $2 payoff. So you bet two bucks, and no matter two minutes later, the average payout is $820. Hmm. With the highest being 9814 and with the lowest being $30.60. Wow. Now we get to the promised lands where I tread my water. I like to go. Since 95, a $2 trifecta, which is first, second, and third, the average payout has been $11,486. A trifecta. Trifecta. The highest in that area, in that time frame, was $133,134. You're kidding me. I'm not. $133,000 for, for a trifecta. This is what we're after, This is... Well, it's only three horses. There's only 20 running. You, you I yes. mean, I don't know what the combination of the bet every combination is, but... 10 time, 20 times 19 times 18. Times seventeen. It's not worth it. So that's no? the that's the average for the try. 15%. The high. Is this a two dollar bet? Two dollar bet. That's what we're gonna. That's what the when you're in on Saturday. That's what we're doing. All right. What am I paying hundred for? Are you betting a couple different ways? Yeah, Ninety eight to place the bet. Superfecta. <laughs> now superfecta is the first, second, third, fourth. 
and this is the big mother load. The average, and this is a dollar payoff super effect in that 25-year period, is $81,816. The highest paid 864 and the lowest is 350 Wow. So that's what we're after this year. That's why I've been calling the show, educating the get, you know, the guests and your, your you know, about what we're about, what we're all doing. And what makes this year particularly interesting with this derby is we got a soft favorite. What, soft, is, soft, what does that mean? We don't really know who's going to. The crowd, the betting public, the experts, call them whatever you want to call them, the Mama Lukes, whatever. <laughs> they don't know who's going to win this race. We got five horses who are going to buy for being a favorite. And pretty much the favorite's going to be five to one. That's a soft favorite. A good favorite will be two to one, mm. five to two, something less than that. So we want the softer favorites coming well, to pay off better, right? This, here's what I got well, for, for you. for tries and supers. Since 1980, a Kentucky Derby that has a favorite that's five or one or higher, okay, for a $2 bet, the trifecta's paid. And night, and let me go back. In 2010, they had a soft favorite. The favorite was... Six to one, the tri paid two thousand and change, and the super paid two hundred two thousand and change. In two thousand two, same situation, the trifecta paid eighteen grand and change, and the superfecta paid a hundred eighty three thousand and change. Wow. Two thousand six, we had the same situation. I'm feeling no one's getting the. If they're going to pay out that much money, then that means nobody's really bet it, right? Well, no. Everybody puts. To, it, you got a trifecta pool. All this money's in the pool. Oh, okay. So not, not one person is getting this. No, it's split. Okay, split, split would mean how many people? So say if you have, for easy math, you have a million people betting a try, okay. and you have that much amount of money in the trifecta pool. Out of that million, say th 1,000 people hit the try. Minus the takeout, you divide 1,000 tickets into what's in the pool, and that's how the payout how occurs. So this year, like I was telling you, we got a soft favorite, and right now the favorite is the one we're, gonna we're not playing in the win spot, which is always dreaming. So Always dreaming. Got it. So we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna toss him, and uh, we got some interesting long shots and bombers here we like. And we'll all right, keep going then. Well, well let me hear let about. Let me ask you: When you're sure. looking at supers and tries and you know the wind and that kind of stuff, obviously, then when we talked about the weather, if it rains, a lot of it goes out the roof. Well, or, you know, <laughs> out the window. Right? Did you say it goes out the roof? Yeah, it goes out the roof. The, the ceiling. The ceiling is, is the, the roof. roof. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, you're 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 right. Actually. Uh, Kind of puts a little pandemonium on the situation because right. yep. we had some big bombers come in, real big bombers. So, See? Uh, bombers. So, uh, like I said, so the four I'm torn between with is uh, Classic Empire, Irish War Cry, McCracken, and Gunavera. Um, this first name Phil. So those That's are the jockey. Ones, now those are the four that are going to be under ten to one. Under ten to one. Yeah. So, shit, then anybody can win this damn thing. Well, now here's horses, you know, that's going to be, you know, between... Is there any 50, 60, 80 to 1? Actually, we're going to have one that's 40, 40 to 1 plus, and the name of that horse is Sonneteer. Any chance that you like him at all? He's going to be in my tries and super in the C&D spot. He's a deep closer. Gotta see I never know. He can come... No, he's going to come fly. I think he's like going to come flying in the... In, he's going to come flying at the end. All his workout reports are... He's looking good. He's He's looking good. So uh, there's some money to be made. I really feel there's some money to be made. I'm excited about this race. You know, we're gonna. I'm gonna send uh, the picks out on the WDGR Twitter site come Friday, Good. so we know more about the weather. That's beautiful. And the post position, share with all your fans. Beautiful. You know, uh, if you come over to the house to the watch party, 
bring yeah. a couple of dollars. You never know. You might walk out a little more. Yeah. We're going to go ahead. We're going to do that. I want to call in mm-hmm. and ask questions. Mm-hmm. I'll be more happy to answer. And I don't know if we're going to be transmitting from John's or not. Are we? I don't think so. Okay. Well, that, that pretty big, put a big damper on it. So, no, we're not. But, uh, so. I was just going to give you a couple long shots I liked here <laughs> for your guests, and we'll, unless you guys got to move on. No, 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 keep going. All right. One horse. Copper! One, boy, one horse we like here for a possible win spot is the name Taprit with Tom Taprit. Taprit. Okay. Right now, his early odds are 18 to 1. Wow. We like him. Right. Now, those odds. They're going to change. Oh, change. Yeah, they're okay. going to change. Another horse we like that's going to be a little bit of a price is a horse named Pence. He's 12 to 1. Pence. Now, when you Pence. bet these, do you get the odds when you bet them or you get the odds at post time? Post time. Huh. So you can be betting so a 99 to 1 odd horse, and then all of a sudden he's 10 to 1 by the time it comes down. Yeah, but that's that's a big move. That won't happen. But right. that, could, that could happen. It could happen. Yeah. All right. All righty. Another horse we like here is by the name of – hold on, I lost my list. As John's given us his horses, if, if, uh, if anybody has any – if anyone has any horse intelligence and wants to call in, uh, call in and uh, talk to John. John's a, a very big advocate of horse racing, and he knows a lot about it. If uh, some of our guests, or some of, I shouldn't say our guests, some of our listeners are big horse race fans, if they want to call in and maybe debate what John's saying or maybe add to what he has, Daryl, are we okay with taking a couple of, calls of for course, horse racing? But apparently all they want to do is text. Yeah, they know, text so. stupid stuff all the time. What about tap right? That's one of our guests said. Yeah, that's who I, that was the first one I said. Oh, uh, is that the first one you no, said? Another one we like here who's uh, going to be a price at 20 to 1 is uh, Looking at Lee. He's going to be coming from the back. Looking at Lee. Looking at Lee is going to okay. be coming from the back. And then uh, I like Gromley. There's a horse coming in from California called okay. Gormley. And uh, the one more is going to be J-Boy's Echo. We kind of like a little bit. on J-Boy's Echo. Hmm. Yeah, that's, that's okay. a tough field this year. It's a very tough field. I, it's a typical puzzle to solve, but I feel you solve this puzzle and you hit it, you could be a very happy man. A very prosperous Saturday afternoon. Well, I'll give you an update. I put a Twitter poll out while we were talking about this. Are you going to watch the Kentucky Derby this weekend? And I have uh, 80% saying yes and 20% no. Wow. And that's every listener to right Dale, now. Dale, you didn't tell me that. I mean, I would have got I, mean, I didn't want to. The flow was going oh, so Oh, the flow well, is yeah. going good. Okay, yeah. so get on our. Twitter page, go ahead and vote. Are you going to watch the Kentucky Derby? Yes or no? Um, I got to think people are going to watch it, right? Yeah. There's nothing. First of all, it's like the Super is Bowl there basketball on that day? Yes. Okay. At the same time? Probably. Okay. I got to think they're going to come on for the for the most exciting two minutes in sports, right? It's Saturday, right? Right. It doesn't even interrupt your day. No, not at all. <laughs> no. <laughs> for two minutes? Yeah. No. Last yeah. year at your house, I went to the bathroom. I came out. It was over. Yeah. Ah. Well, you got to be very careful when that happens. Well, so. That's what happened with the prostate. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I'm going to give you a little fact here. Do you know this is the longest continuous held sporting event in the United States of America? Okay. W- what year did it start? This is the 143rd year. Wow. They got 160,000 That's You said that's the longest running. Continuous. Wow. That's yeah. how long horses have been Interesting. around? Interesting. Yeah. Horses have been around a long time, Daryl. Yeah. They, they came I mean, in. I, I mean, I think they have. Horse yeah. racing. Okay. Yeah. Um, sure. 
All right, we gotta we're gonna break it off here for a second, and um, then we'll come right back and we'll talk a little bit more about horse racing, and we got a couple other things that we want to talk about too. So uh, let's take a quick break, and uh, we'll get right back. Goozer Sports, your number one stop for balls, jock straps, ladies' lingerie, and running attire. Got no balls? Call Goozer Sports. Are you shirtless? Call Goozer Sports. Are you on a team? Double team? Call Goozer Sports for all your sporting apparel. Hats, shirts, shorts, surfboards, hunting gear, fishing clothing, and more. When you need something in sporting apparel, listen for the goose. Goozer Sports. Ask for Chris. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. And we're back. Excellent. And we're back. So, uh, Someone's calling the for, hotline. For those of you that just tuned in. Oh, we do have a call. We have another horse racing fan calling in. Oh, I'm great. I'll answer right now. WDGR, you're on the air. Hello, this is Tracy Meltzer calling from Cooper City. Oh, Tracy. What's your phone number? What <laughs> everybody like in the Kentucky? Yeah, Park? that's what we were just talking about. Um John uh, Molnar is here, and he's giving us some of his insight on horse racing. And uh, we wanted a couple of people to call in and give us and t- give us some other feedback on who we like. Who do you like? Well, you got to wait till the post positions are selected tomorrow okay. to really analyze it. Mm-hmm. But Todd Pletcher has several horses in the Derby. Okay. So. I'm thinking I like the horse Always Dreaming, the winner of the uh, Florida Derby. I like McCracken. Phil McCracken? And I, I'm just for fun, I'm going to bet uh, all the Todd Pletcher horses. If four of them are in, I'm going to bet them Superfecta. If three of them are in, I'm going to do a trifecta just wow. for fun. That's, a, that's, a, that's an interesting um, point you bring up. Now, like in, like in uh, car racing... Are are these owners allowed to own several different horses in the Derby at one time? Well, he's a trainer. He's not an owner. Okay. Are so you allowed yeah, to train multiple horses? Of course. Isn't that a Absolutely. conflict of interest? Why would it be? It's like an agent. Well, because I mean, you're training different horses to. I guess I guess you're training them to be the fastest they can. I guess I. Uh, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It's like uh, being a teacher that's that their students are going to win a prize. If I'm teaching four students to win a prize, I mean, uh, it seems like it'd be a conflict of sorts. Maybe I'm wrong, but uh, I've been wrong before. Not really. They train together. They're stablemates. They're comfortable with each other. You know, there's a lot of chaos Derby Day. Yeah. All the noise and the crowds. Okay. Do they all wear blinders? No, they do not. They do not. Huh. No, absolutely not. It okay. depends what kind of horse you have, whether they train them with blinders or not. They're distracted. Nope. Okay. So, so uh, I'm looking forward to the post position draw tomorrow. Yeah, and where will you be watching the race? Um. Well, you know, my routine, I always go to Gulfstream in the morning, place okay. all my bets, uh-huh. have myself a Bloody Mary, do some simulcast betting until uh-huh. my Bloody Mary wears off. And then I come home and watch it in the comfort of my home. Okay. Okay. Well. So I can solid. catch up on all the the uh, derby activity. Mm-hmm. So uh, will you be wearing a ha- Will you be wearing a funny hat? Absolutely. Oh, that's perfect. 
Okay, I have to get one of those hats. They have like uh, grapes and stuff on them, don't they? What do they? Do? What do those hats say? Everyone wears those bonnets. Bonnets. Yeah. <laughs> bonnets. Well, we have a selection here in at, at Raiderland Ranch. You can come on over and shop in the closet. Well, actually, um, we have men's hats, women's hats. Oh, oh yeah. Nice. Oh, you got like a whole little over. like um haberdashery. Haberdashery. Yeah. You have your whole like a whole Are you playing uh tiles right now? We're playing mahjong, yes, and I must go soon. Are you okay. The group is waiting oh, with really? bated breath on my next move. Are are there any Catholic women there? There are no Catholic women here hmm, except me. Just you. <laughs> Just you. But you're kind of torn between the two. two. Okay. Well, I Tracy, I'm thank you. Thank you for calling in and uh, giving you, us your take on the Kentucky Derby. And uh, I hope your horses Let us win. Let know when you're going to have a have a mahjong show, and we'll all call in. Okay, I will. It's the double dragon that I'm very interested in. That's my favorite tile. Hey now. Okay. Okay. Have a good day. You guys have a good evening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Too polite for a radio caller. Yeah, most definitely. Well, that was Tracy Meltzer. She's a big advocate of horse racing, and um, she was telling us who she liked, which is a lot of the guys John liked, too, uh, so they must have the same thing. We got uh, another call coming in. Can we take it? Miles, can we take it? What's that text? (laughs) It's the voicemail. WDGR, you're on the air. Gentlemen, what's up? Hey, what's happened? Long go liquor. Law and liquor. Huh? What's up, guys? That's Robbie. Uh, well, we're doing it, man. We're doing it. We're talking yeah, about wanted, Kentucky I Derby. Drop, I, I want to drop some trivia on you. Okay, sure. Shoot. Okay. Of the 142 or so previous derbies, how many of them have been run on sloppy or muddy track? Well, I can tell you that 17 has never won. The 17 okay. slot. That's the first thing. That's my trivia. Now, how many of well, like uh, 56? You mean like what makes it a muddy, a, muddy, muddy race? Because you know they're predicting rain. 56. Daryl says 56, and he says it very um, mad. 14. That's it. 14. That's it. So did Seattle Slough win what's, that What's day? 14 times four? What? 56. Yeah. It is. So Daryl was right, kind of. Um, Not really. Yeah, no. Anyway, my, my uh, I, I like uh, announcing it right now. I like Everett or Irish Warcry are my two. Irish Warcry. Now, do you like him because it's Irish? Nah, he runs good in wet. Tomlinson wet numbers are what I look at. Who is that? So. Oh. Anyway. Well, listen, um, I wanted to talk to you a little bit. Um, we spoke a little bit about um, Vegas initially. Yes. And um, I wanted to tell our fans, people that are watching the show, uh, exactly what happened in Vegas um, when you... They wouldn't let me play. When they wouldn't let you play. They barred you for being too good a player. And it is official. It has been confirmed by my wife, who never lies. Um, <laughs> you were flatbedded, which for those of you that don't effectively, know, effectively uh, means that I can't. Effectively, play. immediately, you have to keep your same bet. So, whatever I start my bet, I have to keep that bet throughout, and I I can't come in and out either. I can't. They call it longing in and out. So, yeah. Well, don't show off. All I'm saying was, yeah. All I'm saying to you is that it is a real thing, and it did happen in Las Vegas. The mother of mothers, 
uh, gambling places where it did happen. So Micah has fluctuated his bets so much that they said, listen, you can't do that anymore. Stop counting cards. In a sense, I don't know if they accuse you of counting cards. They just told you you're flatbedded. Yeah, that, that is correct. So Go ahead, Mouse. Let me play some GM, but uh, I'm sorry? New York, New York, I got flatbedded. So. Huh. Were you actually we'll winning know. when they did this? Actually, I lost. I, I checked my numbers. They, they yeah. allow you to check it. I actually was losing. You actually were losing. I was kind of a jerk with it. I was really pushing it. Well, that's interesting because you'd think if you were winning, they would stop you, but not losing. They'd want you to keep doing what you're doing. Now, here's what I think it is. I think MGM is a bigger casino, and they're not as worried about my play that, right. you know, smaller New York, New York. You know, I was betting $25 chips here, you know, fluctuating 1 to 10 spreads. So New York, New York, they get a little bit more – Sweaty, and it depends on the pit crew who's you know surveillance. Did you say sweaty? That's sweaty interesting means because that they are actually like they'll look at you more closer. Some guys that are really good, they'll only get 15 minutes before they'll get backed off. Hmm. They allowed me to play that. Uh, what, what night do we get in? Thursday night, and then right. Friday morning they they. Uh, uh, well, I can tell you that they knew, they would never kick you off the pie gal table because. Yeah. There was no right. counting going on over there. That's right. Hey, that was a fun game. Yeah, it's a. I don't, still don't know how to play it, but it was fun. <laughs> well, it's a grinded out game. You can play forever. Lane hates it, so um, <laughs> I always try to get that. That's an early morning cup of coffee and uh, Bailey's, and we sit at the table and play for an hour and a half, and and basically lose about seven dollars. That's how it That's goes. Right. It's, a, it's a back and forth game. It's uh, it's pretty simple. But I gotta let you go now, Mike. Thanks for calling hey, it in, was, man. It was a blast. I'm looking forward to next year. Okay, buddy. Talk to you later. See you later, man. WDGR, you're on the air. What's up, gentlemen? Whoa! Who's Whoa. this? Whoa! What's happening? This Who is, is this? Oh, uh, well, what's your name? Where are you calling from? This is Dave. Calling from Southern California. Dave's next wow. Day back that. Bike back the phone off of your mouth. That's Do you have the phone in your mouth? No, I'm not coming to the mic tonight. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Gibby, good to hear from you, man. Yeah, Tell us a little bit. Dave Gibner from uh, Dave's Mets Dugout. You Dave's can uh, follow him on uh, Twitter or Instagram. And he was calling in to preview the Mets Marlins series coming up this weekend. That's going to be big, Dave. Is it uh, is it home or away? It's going to be in City Field starting Friday night, Saturday night, Sunday day. Uh, the Marlins are actually five and two against the Mets this year after seven games. That's right. They took two out of three in City Field the first week of the baseball season last month, and then they took three out of four in Miami a couple weeks ago. And the Mets came in uh, six and three in first place during that series. And as you know, the Mets won that 16 game, and then they lost the next three, and they went on a one and ten losing streak after that. After that series, which the Marlins kind of either got in their head and then the injury started setting in. Mets are trying to get healthy. They uh, lost their two best players and pitcher, Noah Syndergaard, and Ioana Cespedes. But we should have Noah Flores for the series at the end of the week here against the Braves. So he'll be prime to face your uh, chin pitcher. So Cespedes will be playing this weekend? Will, Will Cespedes be playing this weekend? Uh, no, he is out indefinitely. Uh, that's Daryl's. Uh, Daryl flew on a plane with him and stole his headphones. Oh, okay. That's yeah, I forgot to tell you that when we were together. Oh, uh, 
That's solid. <laughs> that's that's uh, very interesting. How is his English to you? So I, uh, <laughs> I looked up online uh, what the uh, starting rotation was, but the uh, Mets didn't have their rotation set yet for this weekend. Well, Rafael Montero is going to be called up from AAA Las Vegas to make the start on Friday night for Syndergaard. He is currently not on the roster since he's not available to pitch. He pitched Saturday night in AAA. He was up earlier in the year, and he's actually faced the Marlins twice in relief. The guy faced so the Marlins twice. Wait, the guy faced... who got his first win of oh, the God. season last night, he's pitching Saturday, and Matt Harvey, who's having a rough night tonight, he's scheduled a pitch on Sunday. That's the guy who announced the uh, um, pageant, the women's pageant wrong, right? Steve Harvey? Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, anyway, yeah, Dave. Dave, so so this guy, this guy's in AAA, has come up and pitched twice in the majors, yeah, and he keeps getting sent. He keeps injury. sending them back down. I don't understand. Well, Why would they do that? Sent back down because he wasn't pitching effectively. Oh. So he was pitching out of our bullpen, For being and now too that good. we have more injuries, he's our depth in AAA, so he'll be recalled to make the start on Friday. Yeah, Phil had told me that the Mets aren't doing so well because they have a lot of injuries. Is that accurate? Yes, it is. What they run through a season with probably the most depth in baseball, and they have five to seven key contributors on their team on the disabled list. Huh. Six? Okay. I didn't, well, well tell us, can you tell us a little bit about the Marlins, too, or are you just going to talk about the Mets? Oh, we can talk about the Marlins matchup. The Marlins are, I can see a game and a half. One of the Mets in the standings, uh, the new Mets player in the league is uh, Marcelo Zuda. He has just been handling the Mets all season. Fantastic. And the seven games that we Fantastic. have played. Mm-hmm. And, well, and here, here's a stat for you. Okay. Seven games played, the Marlins have actually outplayed the Mets 37 to 25. Wow. Even though the Mets have a losing record, with the exception of them giving up 23 runs on Sunday afternoon the National, it's rare that a team out them and outscores them. I think the Mets still have over the Marlins in the lead in home runs, but the Marlins have scored by 12 runs in seven games. And with the Mets, who came to the league to start the season with probably the best five starting pitcher in the league, that's a pretty amazing stat put up by the Marlins. And those guys playing great ball. They don't have the greatest pitching staff, I don't think, but they have the horses. And they're one of the three best outfielders in the league in Stanton. And that's true. Hopefully, the new ownership locks them up and the Marlins for life. Huh. That's interesting. So they're probably going to yeah, need having the same record. I think uh, baseball did us, the, the Miami fans, the South Florida fans, a favor by letting uh, your your former owner, Lariat, at that amazing profit because I think the new ownership is going to try to bring a winner and keep homegrown players in South Florida, unlike previous ownerships. Well, Dave, if you had to predict today, who's going to win that division? Nationals? Who's going to win the other, at least if I had to predict right now? Yeah. The Nationals and the Mets in the wild card. Oh, really? The Mets are second to last right now. How do you think they're <laughs> going to be in the wild card? Well, they're, they're going to get healthy. They're going to get tested back within a month. I, I mean, they're, they're missing his bat now, but they're still putting up runs. I, I, I see uh, Jim Sandy Alderson pulling a nice trade. But, I mean, they're going to be in contention. The rest of the National League is weak. They're not going to lay with the wild card. Um, the NLS has some pretty decent teams here so far to start the season. But the Giants are already falling out of it, except another bum doctor for the next three months. The Dodgers are the Dodgers. They're one regular season, and they'll only get in the playoffs. They don't have a position to carry them. I don't think the Rockies and D-backs are going to keep up this magical act that they have here in April. The Cubs are probably the best team in the National League on paper. 
The Nationals may have their number in the long run, and the Cardinals aren't off to a great start either. So that's why I think the Mets will be there. They have the talent. They will eventually get healthy. If they can stay around 500 or a couple games ahead of them, I think they'll be in the wild card spot. And I think they're actually going to fight the Marlins for that wild card spot. Yeah, the Marlins uh, have a pretty good outfield. I've noticed that. Oh, they're one of the top five outfields in the league between Yelich's and Stanton. And, and you have Ichiro, the, uh, who discovered the founding youth five years ago. He's still producing when he gets to play. That's good mm. stuff. Mm. Yeah, I just don't think their pitching is quite there yet to compete with some of the top-tier top teams in the league. I may be wrong about that come August, but I just find them inconsistent. Hey, Gibby. Stubby, yes, what's up, dude? Stubby, how you doing? Hey, what's up, man? Who's going to win the Kentucky Derby? Done. I didn't hear your, uh, your, your predictions earlier. Yeah, I get, uh, we're going to post them on the website. I didn't come to my final conclusion until after the draw, but, you know, Rangers up 4-1 in the third. Yeah, I see that. That's on the other TV I got going on here. Yeah, let's make a run. Let's, you know, that Canadian. let's do it. All right, Dave, you there? Yeah, here, guys. All right, real quick, just uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go, but I want to talk real quick about the um, the Raider move. How do you feel about that? I know uh, it kind of hurts a little bit, but uh, are you excited about the move or what? No, I'm not looking forward to it at all. No, not at all. Now, will no, you be? Will you be? I heard you have the availability to buy season tickets. Yes, I, I did. I bought them for this season coming up in Oakland. Oh, okay. A lot of the fans uh, are still upset and pretty pissed off. And there was a waiting list of over 20,000 people for the past couple of years, and I've been on that list. And I got an email about tickets. So I pulled the trigger, and I picked up a couple of tickets for the season. I mean, I'll probably go to at least five of the seven home games because we lose a home game because they decided they're going to play the Patriots is another mistake because that's a game you want on your home field, not in a foreign country. But that's the NFL. Right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not a, I'm not a fan of them moving, but I can tell you that I will make a trip out there and I will make it at the same time there's a Raider game out there because I will go out and watch a game in Vegas because I think that would be pretty exciting. What do you think? He's Hello? not going out there. Hello? Did he hang up? Yeah. He did hang up. Yeah, he told me he wasn't going to uh, give the Raiders any money and go to any games. So. He's not. No. He's not going anything. Okay. Well, well that was Gibby. Gibby, uh, he's got some good stuff, man. Yeah, he's got Raiders, good stuff. He wants to uh, try to be uh, you know, a bi-weekly um, caller in. You think the Raiders stay there or they move again? <laughs> no. I don't think they I mean, they it's like again. they're on what, the five-year program, wherever they go? It's true. He owns. Hello? Did he just, <laughs> did he just yell oh, something out? hold? No, he hung up. Dave. Dave, you <laughs> He, I don't know what the hell's going on with here. All right, hold on. Let me make another call. Because we had a couple people. <laughs> are you doing, are you doing that? Holy shit. He's still talking. I don't, I don't know what he's doing, but he's still talking. Just keep bouncing this back is, every this couple is good minutes radio. Say, yeah. yeah, it's no, it's terrible radio, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't know what to do. I can't even get this thing off of my screen here. Well, maybe it would be a good time to uh, fix some of the technical difficulties. You want to take a quick break? Yeah. <laughs> 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 this is terrible. That was kind of funny, though. Yeah. Hey, then. Uh, All right. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. 
Barbecues are all about corn on the cob, elbows on the table, leaving your truck running, and ice cold beer. But there's just one thing we want to change about yours. Add a little Smoky Molnar's barbecue sauce. Smoky Molnar's gives your meat that extra kick it needs for those long nights in the cooker. It tastes twice as good as those other Smoky barbecue sauces and costs twice as much. New Smoky Molnar's barbecue sauce. It's the only thing we change about your barbecue. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. All right, we're back, boys. Uh, we have a, a constant caller that's been coming in, and we're going to give him a call back because um, he's been calling like a bunch of times, and we just can't seem to get him. Oh. Um, but we're hoping he's going to uh, answer. Are we doing an outbound call? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, he's called. Okay. WDGR, you're on the air. How are you guys? How hey, you know, Johnny. Guys? What's up, buddy? Did you enjoy the Cooper City uh, Optimus Golf Tournament the other day? I did. We did. Um, Mouse and I played together. We played with uh, the great Frank Turco and, and Joe G, which is uh, my oldest friend ever. And um, we did very well. What did we end up, Mouse? Minus 12. You have to turn the mic on. Mouse. Minus 12, he said. Mouse, turn the mic on. It's on switch on the side there. Yeah, hit it. We weren't 12 under. We were minus 12. Yep, yep. We were what was the What did you what guys end up, John? Score? Oh, it was uh, 17 we under. 13. You were 13? One, one more time. <laughs> wow. I mean, Wayne, Wayne Stosky told me to just make sure I had one boat. Yeah, no doubt. Copper! John, tell us what's going on with Max yeah. and Moe's. So we got a lot of action this week. I don't know if anybody has driven by. Um, all electrical is in. Okay. Our plumbing was approved, inspected, and now they are filling in all the the ground that they, the holes they made for the plumbing. Very technical. Uh, the okay. Devising walls are going up uh, late this week, early next week, mm-hmm. and we're really rocking and rolling over there. I didn't get a text. Um, Did you have a kosher plumber? <laughs> we did not have a kosher plumber. We actually had a, a very nice Jamaican plumber. Wow. Interesting. And, John, the target uh, opening day is still the same? I, I think we're still shooting for uh, August 1st. Okay. And soft openings in July. Soft opening in July. Wow. Interesting. So we're definitely going to we're gonna live broadcast WCGR radio one day. Yeah, no, and, no doubt. Uh, have all of our faithful listeners in for a little soft opening one day. Yeah, it's fantastic. For those of you guys that don't know, um, John really has a uh, good, uh, uh, he has a good understanding of what's going on, a good businessman, been in the business a long time. I've sat down and talked with him a bunch of times about the, the business, and uh, he's going to do great there. Um, he's really got his uh, hand on the pulse of the Davy Cooper City people that are in that area. So I think Max and Moses is going to be a fantastic, uh, it's fast, fantastic endeavor for him and uh, for all the people that are involved. Uh, there's going to be a lot of catering involved in that too. Uh, for those of you that uh, are going to have parties, John's uh, ready to do it. Um, you know, we got uh, pretty much whatever. John, you pretty much make whatever anyone asks, right? 
So for in the catering department of Max and Moe's, it could be Italian, it could be seafood, it could be Latin foods, anything that you need. Um, we do, uh, we'll be able to come to your house and do a big, huge paella. Um, so in the catering department, it could be anything, um, huh. not just bagels and breakfast and so on and so forth. Huh. That's great, John, man. Listen, I know uh, I know you're busy this week, and I know you were busy tonight uh, entertaining some guests at dinner, so it was very difficult for you to call in. Um, you had a bunch of stuff going. But uh, thank you so much for calling in, and uh, really, uh, really excited about Max and Moe's getting a lot of uh, a lot of uh, fanfare, a lot of people calling in asking about Max and Moe's. When is it going to be open? When, what do we need to do? How can we be a part of it? But they can always go on the Facebook page, right, John? Yes, we'd love as many likes as we can get on that Facebook page, so we can get all the information out to the customers. Um, whatever specials are going to be going on, new products. Um, you know, we, we like to put up some polls on the Facebook page, uh, uh, you know, to see what type of, uh, items people would like us to carry. And, uh, you know, I hear as long as we have, uh, Fountain Diet Coke, the intern. Yeah, our intern likes, uh, Fountain Diet Coke with, uh, the special ice, the crushed ice. Uh, Tanya and Kristen are big crushed ice, old skating ring ice. That's what we like to call it. And, right. uh, we lost John there. Uh, but that was John from Max and Moe's. Well, and he's uh, in the middle of construction zone. Yeah, so. he maybe he is. Maybe he's wearing his hard hat. I doubt it very seriously, but he could have been. Who knows? So that was Max and Moe's, and uh, very excited um, about what's coming. Um, John's a good guy, so uh, I, I wish him the best of luck. So, All right, so what's next, Daryl? Well, I thought uh, this might be a good time if we don't have any calls. And uh, before we jump back into the ponies for our uh, concluding segment, uh, we could do the uh, first DGR beer off. Okay. Or brew off. Yeah, that's good. Do we all get a taste of the beer, or what do we have? Absolutely. So uh, right after this call. Okay, right after this call. Hold on a second. DGR, you're on the air. Hello. I am Mr. Ed. <laughs> a horse is a horse, of course, of course. That's Mr. Ed. All right, that was Mr. Ed calling in. Well, that's so. a perfect, uh, perfect tie-in. Let me tell you about the perfect first segue. beer we're gonna try right okay. here. Okay, it's what clown shoes. So after that clown <laughs> that just called, <laughs> clown shoes. So Seriously, this, this is called clown shoes. It's a craft uh, micro brew in Ipswich, Massachusetts. Ah, Ipswich, New Jersey. Isn't there an Ipswich, New Jersey? There's five cups. There's only four of us, Mouse. <laughs> There's uh, well, this is uh, Ip Ipswich, Mass. Ipswich, Mass. And so this is, is called. Is there an Ipswich in New Jersey? Ipica, Ipica, Ithaca, Ithaca, New York. Right. Yeah. There's a Hohokus, New Jersey. Is there? Mm -hmm. There's a Cock and Balls, Florida. Oh. So I'll, I'm gonna wow. pour this. Uh, Does so anybody hear knows. the TV in the background? Yes. Wow. So this is called the Barista. It's a breakfast brown ale. Uh, it's supposed to be poured with a nice head uh, so that you can stick your finger in and, <laughs> uh, and eat, drink it. Pass it down, John. Did you already put your finger in there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little foamy. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it fantastic. is the plastic cup. It was a clean finger. Oh, no, that's fine. 
So, yeah. uh, so please uh, feel free. So, Daryl, uh, this is brewed with espresso, oatmeal, and milk sugars. Wow. What's the alcohol content of this? Yeah, that's important. What's the alcohol content of this? Uh, this one, uh, just to give you, I was uh, still pouring. I, I sure, apologize I for the delay. And where'd you get that, D? Uh, this is an 8.5% by volume. Where'd you get it? Uh, this is a 1.6 fluid ounce bottle. So 8% alcohol. 1.6 yes. fluid ounces? I gave you a little bit. 1.6 oh. ounces. Where did you get it? Uh, I got this at Whole Foods. We got a call coming in. Can we take it? He's a big sure. microbrew guy, yes. too. That's not how you spell his name. WDG <laughs> WDGR, you're on the air. Hey, hey, what's going on? Jimmy G, baby. Hey, listen, we were uh, we were just uh, sampling some micro brew, uh, in your honor. What was uh, what was it? Uh, basically, Jim, which we'd love to have you in the studio. We're going to be doing the uh, every week, uh, the WDGR annual or weekly brew off, where we'll have a different beer from a local or craft brewer, and we'll be sampling it in studio. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, so maybe that'll coax you to get in here. Yeah, better than talking hockey and Mets baseball. <laughs> I don't think we <laughs> talked about hockey, but horse racing, <laughs> horse racing, we did. So. Well, at least you can gamble on horse racing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that sounds on, uh, fun. Mets. What are you guys drinking tonight? I I couldn't hear because oh. I was calling in. <laughs> well, well, thanks for calling in and adding to the segment. This is from uh, <laughs> the uh, Clown Shoes Brewery, which which is in Ipswich, Mass. Uh, and this is oh. called called the barista. It's a breakfast brown ale. It's brewed. it's not it's not terrible, but it does f- taste a little like I was licking some clown chew. Yeah, and this is brewed with espresso, <laughs> oatmeal, and milk sugar. I do taste the espresso. It's very it's pretty good actually. Ooh, yeah, it's Ooh, not that bad. Sounds good. Yeah, no, it's not that bad. I like. Yeah. So that's a dark. Is it a stout? You broke up a little bit. It's not a stout. It's uh it's a brown ale, but it is a little thicker than a regular. Oh, I like, I like. I got you this. Know, I've been trying one. Of this. Go ahead. I got this at uh, Whole Foods, and I've had this before, and I figured that this would be a good introduction. It would go nice yeah. with a, uh, go nice with a Western omelet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would think so. Yeah. Sure. Uh, what doesn't go good with a Western omelet? Now, someone, Jimmy, someone just passed me a, a cup because we had five, and it says Jimmy on it. So I'll just pour you one, and I'll leave it here till you get here. Yeah, just pour it on the <laughs> ground for my homies. <laughs> yes, right. Throw it over your left shoulder like salt. That'd be great. Well, then I'd hit the intern. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, don't, 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 the last, I'm going to tell you that the last thing that you would, that you should do is hit the intern because, you know, he gets very, very, very upset about this. Hey, I got a question. I might have missed this in the segment. Did, uh, I, I, did we have a, a victory tonight? We did uh, actually. We did, yeah. We did. We uh, we had a victory over Everglades, twenty six to six, and uh, Good. it was closer than that. We uh, kind of won going away. It was fourteen, fourteen six at halftime, and then we uh, kind of won going away. And we do play South Broward on Thursday for the district championship. Oh, so South Broward beat Hills. Yeah, the they beat them up pretty good. They had two pick sixes. Hills is just. Is garbage. It's they're horrible. I mean, I okay. don't even know how it was a close game when we played them, but they they just did not show up today at all, and they just threw the ball to right. South Broward. They had they had five picks in the first half, five, and they still only won twenty one nothing. So uh, so it's Thursday at what time? Thursday five forty five. Sorry, I was oh, I was good. licking someone's shoe. Good. This Thursday? Yeah. 
Phil Mordeni was at the for Phil this Big Thursday? Phil Little Phil was at the show. I mean, not the show, but the, he was at the game today. So we had some uh, some new uh, Mouse has got his hand up. Hold on. Where? It's at Everglades. Where is at Everglades High School? This Thursday. This Thursday, five forty-five. And, and, and you are Everglades is in Coral Springs, correct? Everglades is not in Coral Springs. Miami. <laughs> there Ever, was one. Everglades. No, the, <laughs> it's not the Everglades. <laughs> it's Everglades High School, which is on 170, between 172nd and 178th, just south of Miramar Parkway. Just east, oh, okay. just east of Naples. Yeah, yeah pretty uh, much east right. of Naples. So. I'm going to try to make it there Thursday, of course. Oh, that'd be I'm great. Good luck charm. Yeah, most definitely. So, Jim, thanks for calling All in, right. man. We appreciate it, and uh, thank you for being a big uh, WDGR fan and WDGR supporter. Uh, we really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Okay, next week I'm trying to come in for the beer. I might bring one too. For the you should. Yes. You should. That sounds All right. good. All right, buddy. All right. See ya. See you guys. You right. All yeah. right, that's uh, that was Jimmy G. But we do have another uh, caller that's been trying to get in here a couple times, and he's a big fan of the show. He's a sponsor on the show. We gotta call him back, and that's uh, from Lane's Balance. Uh, Lane's Balance Bar. Just hold on a second, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Hey, Debbie. Debbie, we'll get back to you in a minute. I promise. He's probably been, doing push-ups. I've been thinking about calling you. Or burpees. I just didn't know. Is he not going to answer? I just didn't know when a good time would be when Rob was gone. He's in the shower, shaving. Are you there right now, Debbie? Are you there, Debbie? You're a... Uh, Hi, this is Lane Barron, and you've reached my voicemail. Sorry, Hold on. Call, but it is important to me, so please leave a message after the tone, and I'll call you back as soon as I can. Thanks for calling. Have a great day. Uh, we yeah. can put the whole show That's on interesting. Uh. Yeah. Well, he's called in, and uh, I put him on hold for a second, and uh, he didn't uh, he didn't figure it out. So. Well, the Red Sox just beat the Orioles. Um, does anybody? Uh, the White Sox so beat the Mets. So let's go around the uh, table. Uh, what you guys actually, think about first? Actually, uh, it's not. Brew-off? It's not terrible. No, it's pretty good. You it's know, nice I'm not sipping. a. Yeah, no, it's. I can taste the. Um, I can taste the. Uh, the a notes. little bit of coffee there. Yep. That little. Uh, a little bit. I like it a lot. The actually, the chocolate. And w- tell me again where you got it. I wasn't paying attention. I got this at Whole Foods. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have a they very good beer They just buy one bottle. You just buy one bottle. Yeah, they have a whole refrigerated section of these large. And you just grab them pints. in. How yeah. much is it? Uh, this one was six forty nine. Wow! Ask, is yeah. this something like I'm not a beer connoisseur, but is this something you could drink all day as no. a beer? No, I would have a couple. So you would go. This would be like a morning brew for you, and then transfer as the afternoon goes on. How would you? Yeah, I don't usually think of beers in the morning, but um, I do. So uh, it's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, of course. No, no. I see. I could. I would definitely have this with a dinner. Uh, you know, have a couple during dinner. Uh, I would have this, you know, if we were, you know, just sitting around before I moved on to something else. Absolutely. A lot of times with the uh, darker beers, they become a lot more, um, they're thicker, they're heavier, and so they become more filling. Especially yeah. this has oatmeal, so it really blows oh, up really? in your stomach. Yeah. Is it gluten-free? Do you oh, want it to be? probably not gluten-free. Oh. I wouldn't think it is. is it? Do you have celiac disease? Not yet. Wow. Okay, then you're okay. Holy shit, man. Some technical shit. Well, considering this is sold at uh, Whole Foods, I would say that it's uh, gluten-free. We're actually drinking out of white Solo Cups, are we not, Daryl? Yes. By the way, the Rangers. Blanco. 
They won. The Rangers won tonight, four to one. The series is now Ottawa two, Rangers one. Uh-huh. Bouse, uh, what did you think about the beer? It's nice. It's it's something. It has almost like a coffee taste. Yeah, yes. no, Very it's nice good. Nice after a nice meal. Yeah, Mouse yeah. is really getting into this shit, man. I love it, man. I really love it because when I first met Mouse. He wasn't like he is now, man. No, Mouse matured. Mouse is no, he sure his, has, he's man. Priming. He's really coming to his, his own. own. He is. Yeah. He's the late bloomer. Yeah. He's yeah. good stuff. He's the technical definition of life is not a sprint. Mm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, for sure. That's really good, Johnny. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. Question, Daryl, because you're a Scotch man, too. Yes. So with dinner, like you're saying a beer, would you, would you prefer the beer or the scotch? Or it depends on the meal or the event it, or the occasion? It depends on the meal and it depends on the company. I'd love to have a scotch before dinner. Oh, really? Or I could do a scotch after. I generally wouldn't have a scotch during. All right. Well, hold on. WDGR, you're on the air. We'll table that. Gentlemen, top of the evening to you. How's everybody doing? Godfather, what's happening, man? The greatest craps um, roller of all, all time. Hey, Debbie. When he... You want a two? <laughs> you want a two? Debbie. You want to eat a snake eyes? Rob. Hold on. Five on snake eyes right now. Rob doesn't know. Rob doesn't know. That, that's the greatest role of all times. And what was... It? Hey, what was the lady's name again from... Uh, Callie. 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 Callie did it for us, didn't she? I'm going back she to did. Callie. She did. She did well. Callie. Oh, my God. Callie. I'm going back to Callie. I don't, I don't think, think so. That, yeah, that was great. That was a great I don't one. think Callie made any money. Bauer. Well, she did, she had a fellow with her too, right? Was that her felon next well, I, to her? I think I think we kept her well. We were throwing twenty five dollars chips at her. Well, I know you were. I tipped her a couple times. I don't know if I tipped her twenty five dollars tips chips, but people were. She did a fantastic job. She she rolled for hold almost on, hold, an hour. Hold on a second, guys. Hold on a second, guys. Shoot. What, Deb? Are you going to take a bath? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Debbie. All right, Debbie. Debbie's bath take a, bubbles. Take a little bath of sweaty balls. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks we sound like the sweaty balls guy from Saturday Night Live, Al- Alec Baldwin. So No, I don't think that was... Uh, this is going to be oh the boy. longest show of all time. <laughs> we're already way past, uh, we're way past neutral. So, so uh, we're, we're approaching the, uh, the Sebring tournament. Oh, uh, I can't wait. Is, uh, are we gonna, uh, is there any... So we're, what do we have? Forty-four people, right? We're we're forty-three and a half people now. Forty-three Whoa, 43 and one outstanding debt. <laughs> you know? Do you want to say that person on the air? He already said. He just uh, said it. No, Alex Rosas. Uh, what did you say? Alex Rosas. Wow, really? The kicker? I would think his no. his brother his brother his brother is a huge inspirational speaker. Give him some inspiration and pay for his freaking ass. That Are you serious? He's your guy, that goddamn brother. I pay for his ass. He makes a dollar for every email we send on his little system. Yeah. <laughs> Kidding me? <laughs> he makes a dollar for every email. Yeah, that C-ring emails that I still can't figure I out. I think all of his money's on the other side of the wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, maybe <laughs> Maybe he's making step stools on the other side of the wall. I don't know. <laughs> on the good side. <laughs> so, anyway... All right, so 44, that's going to be interesting. And, 43. Uh, for, well, it'll be 44. I'm sure it'll be 44. Who, are the, who maybe, are the new ones? Maybe we can start a GoFundMe account for him. Is that possible? Hello, Debbie. Hello, Debbie. <laughs> Why do you keep doing that? She was waiting for Robbie to get on the phone for me to say hi. All right, I don't, I don't, I'm not involved. Robbie, who are the newcomers? I'm not this, involved. Uh, I'm not involved in that. Newcomers, uh, 
Jimmy Goulet Jr. He's got a buddy of his coming. Good Danny dude. Meltzer Good will dude. be uh, coming this year for the first time. I, that's what um, I love. That's what Rob I love. Hold on, hold on. That's what I love Rob to do Green. is make a fool out of my friend's son in front of my friend's son. Yeah, because that'll be the first time. Wouldn't yeah. be the first time you did that. <laughs> that's funny you said that. That's what Tanya said too. You're always a jackass. So anyway. Danny's been to the lake house before, hasn't he? <laughs> he sure has. That's what several he was times. Full of him. Yeah. And I will be Cornhole bringing his ass. I will be bringing his ass down at three a.m. again. But uh, is he yeah, to stay up past here's what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. He did People win cornhole in, uh, intramurals. Yeah, well, that's that's different. That's minor league shit. What I'm saying to you is he's going to probably try to classic. glom on to Sixto, and this yeah. is going to be the ultimate. This is going to be ultimate tank. I'm going to teach him to tank it against them, and they have no chance. Boom, you're out, and and he'll play with Sixto. And we'll just we'll destroy, and I'll play with Mouse or anybody or Daryl or yeah anybody, and we'll kick their ass. All right. Anyway, go ahead, Robbie. Who Sorry. else was new? Rob Bream, you said. Who? Rob Bream is going to be coming for the first time in 27 years. Wow. Hmm. As you know, last year at the Summer Classic, Rob Bream was the uh, only person to get a hole in one. Park Ridge hole number nine, part three. I believe it was like 127 yards. He got a hole in one. He did. Wow. Apparently, Debbie's having private time by herself. That's from what I just read. So you might want to run in there now and hang up the phone and just pretend like you're Daryl. In the Meltzer half, this Impossible. is what we call for a play. Is that what that is? Okay. Is she is she laying in the Aston Martin or the Porsche? Oy vey. I got I, <laughs> I got it tied up with the winch on the Jeep. <laughs> oh, that winch was something else, man. I love that goddamn thing. You like that? Subdivision. Wait till I get it lifted. Oh, man. Are you going to get it lifted? I am. Oh, that's awesome, man. Hi, Robbie. Get, You're not, not talking about Debbie, right? 1,200. You guys aren't you talking about Debbie, like, right? You get lifted like two or three inches. But then you got to get new tires, though. What do you got on there right now? You got 31s? I got 17 stock. 17? But what? Se no. What? Hold on. Hold on, Mouse has something to say. Hey, Robbie. Speaking. Can you hear me? I can. Is Deborah listening? Uh, she's in the other room, yeah. She's well, listening. Maybe the lift should be for her and not for the truck. Oh! oh holy shit, man. <laughs> wow. Hold on a second. I'm going to walk out there and see if I can see a reaction oh. face since you are. She's going to cut you. I'm just reading the key She's going to cut you like kiss. Like naked kiss. Hold on. Oh, That's man. That'll be a good segment. Every Holy shit. Shower with Debbie. Hey, is there any more of that uh, mocha beer or whatever that <laughs> is? Cl clown town? Yeah, here. Here, pour it in there, Johnny. You want a nice head. There it goes. Got it all. There's nothing in there at all, John. John, nothing came into my cup. He just, he just, <laughs> it's like a court. He tips it over. Oh, yeah, you got it right here. There's nothing, not very, there's nothing in my cup. You, know, you didn't pour one thing in my cup. Just the bottle's so big, it felt like I still had stuff in there. Yeah, well, it's a heavy cup. It's a made of cast iron. A midget, that looks like a keg. <laughs> All right, Robbie, thank you for calling in again. <laughs> I do appreciate it, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Maybe we can start getting close to uh, some Sebring set up, and uh, maybe night, when, um, when do you think the Sebring pairings will be out? Since we're full. The Sebring Parents will be a draft on Thursday night at 8 o'clock down at Legends Lounge. 
No, oh, it was so only the draft format. <clears throat> okay, but wait. What I'm saying is, is there any way for a couple weeks before to let us know who's in A, who's in B, who's in C, and who's in D? Oh, yeah, I can set that up. That's not a problem. Yeah, yeah I mean, not necessarily who's going to be on the same team because we show. won't know till yeah. we draft. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Oh, that... by the way, okay. Before, before you guys let me go, before you send me shuffling off, yeah. I just want to let you know that I just booked my flight for next year. Uh, this week, uh, Southwest Airlines direct to uh, Kentucky Vegas Derby. is $179. $179. Kentucky Derby, right? That's right. We're doing it. And we're bringing Johnny Rockets, That'd too. That'd be huge. That'd be huge. Let's do it. They got some good derby parties yeah. out there. I think you guys would have a, I think you guys would have a great time out there. On top of the Paris, they got a big uh, derby party at a beer garden. On there. top of the Paris? Yeah, at the beer garden. They got a nice beer Interesting. garden. Interesting. Okay, Robbie, thanks for calling in, like brother. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Say goodnight to Debbie. Good I've seen the beer right. garden. Will do. Bye-bye. This past weekend. You, you have? Good night, Debbie. The beer garden? Ah, <laughs> oh, it's weird. Good night, Debbie. It is weird as shit. Hey, let's take another break and then we'll come back and close the show out. Is that okay, D? Absolutely, because let's get uh, let's get our final thoughts on the Derby. Where can you find the best tasting New York style pizza in Central Florida? From my Rossi's on Broadway, of course. Tucked away in downtown Avon Park, my Rossi's on Broadway serves up pizza just like Mama used to make, if she ever made it. My Rossi's also has fresh seafood, homemade pasta, and signature dishes sure to please. And be sure to come by for their all-you-can-eat My Rossi's on Broadway buffet night every Tuesday. And ladies drink free every day before noon. Check the website for details at www.myrossi'sonbroadway.com. My Rossi's on Broadway, New York's finest pizza, right here in Avon Park. You're listening to WDGR Damn Good Radio. All right, we're back. Uh, we're going to close out the show here next couple of minutes. But, uh, get some final thoughts. Right? Yeah, get some final thoughts. Johnny, uh, Johnny Rockets telling us about the Derby. Very interesting. Um, and I guess... You know, John has given us some some insight, but uh, I think a lot has to do with what we learned today is a lot has to do with pole position, um, for lack of a better word, almost like uh, post position. Post position. We do have another call coming in. Can we take it, Daryl? Yes. Okay. <laughs> WDGR, you're on the air. What's up, buddy? Oh, hey. man. What's up? Oh, yeah. Sitting here working. I gotta call you guys before yeah. you go off the air. Huh? Late at night, still working, just like you guys were working. At you ain't work. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> what the hell are you doing? I got eighty plus kids on four summer showcase teams. A lot of equipment, a lot of uniforms, and a lot of paperwork. How many? That's what I'm doing. How many? Eighty. Uh, eighty plus kids. Eighty four plus. Teams. Eighty. Eighty plus kids. Yes. Hopper! Yes. <laughs> okay. And coaches. None of them and 18, the let's see, 18 tournaments, hotels, travel, you know. That's what I'm doing, but I love it. Well, thanks for coming out to the game tonight. What did you think about the game? Oh, man. Good good showing today. Good showing by your group today. Thank you. Oh. Well, I mean, we did okay. We didn't play our best game, Wayne. I'm going to be honest with you. We didn't play as best as we could. Um and, Everything uh, was great except for that one face guarding penalty. Yeah, I don't know what the hell. That, first of all, <laughs> do you know that's not a that's not a rule? That's not a ru- high school rule. 
It's uh-huh. not. It's a it's a college and pro rule face guarding, but not in high school. There's no face guarding. Well, that's because that referee, you know, Bob, spelled Bob backwards. He's a professional referee. I guess that's why he called it. He's an idiot, for a lack of a better word. I, I don't even want to. I mean, for those of you that weren't at the game, the, the, we have a referee. Is, anyway, I'm not going to get into it, but the guy just has to decide he wants to throw flags. and uh, These girls are playing their hearts out, and this guy calls a, a face guard. First of all, Sammy wouldn't even know how to face guard. Even if she knew, she wouldn't put her hand in someone's face and try to stop them from seeing the ball. She reached up to grab the ball, and she just happened to be turned the other way when the ball went up. She reached up and knocked the ball away. It was a great play, and he calls a face guard. no idea what she did. No, exactly. <laughs> if you told her you face guarded, she'd be like, what? What's that? Yeah, yeah, I have no idea. I tried to explain it to her for 15 minutes. Yeah, I'm like, don't talk to her. Just just tell, call the penalty and let's move on. I'll explain it to her after the game. So, yeah, I'm going to have to pull up some like YouTube videos. of. Uh, they didn't get hurt tonight at 5-on-5, five five, did they? Nope. No. They got a little wet, a little bit of oh, a that's okay. storm. But, that's okay. You know, it's funny because they were out there in the rain playing, running, getting soaked, and, and their coach was up in the stands underneath the hmm. overhang. I don't know. It looked like he was, you know. Bobby Bowden up there coaching with a walkie-talkie. He didn't want to get wet. This late in the season, they're on cruise control because they're a well-coached team, Wayne. <laughs> and that's the reason for the coach they, uh, staying out of the elements. They definitely elements. have fun. You know, and, hey, and, and on an important subject, talking about fun, you know, I got kids over here. Uh, do you guys remember when we were back in high school when you wanted to ask a girl to prom? What did you do? Asked her. Uh, asked her. I guess she I went over and go, hey. Now, it's like signs and videos and you know I was band and drum lines and they're, I don't they're they're like you know they're all trying to pop each other. I got kids over here now making copper. Crazy. Yeah. Too much. Too much each. Everyone's trying to top each other. Too much each channel. <laughs> you just ask them and then you go. Is uh? How about that? How about that prom proposal last week, Mouse? You know, my daughter's puking well, you on the field, throws up on your you. leg, and then a prom proposal comes across the field. Please. Yeah, <laughs> someone threw up on your leg. Yeah, as a soccer coach, uh, <laughs> Sammy, <laughs> Sammy came off the field and wasn't looking good, standing behind the bench. So I s- turned around and walked back there. She goes, "Coach, I don't feel," yeah. and just threw up running, and because running. of the wind. It, it blew it into your leg, onto all over my calf. Ah. How, how about Gabe Kapler? <laughs> Kaplan. To the opposite side of the field, Richie and then and then a, and then a boy came with when a bunch was of it? flowers Saturday. And then a boy came with flowers and asked her to the prom. Oh, sure. After I she mean, spit. She I mean, who hasn't been thrown up on at one time or another? True. You know what I'm saying? So listen. Listen, yeah, they, they, that that boy should be honored to take Sammy to the prom. Oh yeah, man. It was it was pretty funny. If he just showed up five minutes earlier, he might not have asked her. <laughs> if he saw the throw up, he might have turned and went the other oh, way. Man. So. She was running on the sideline. She looked at Richie and I, and she goes, "I think I'm going to throw up." And then she gave it a little loogie. Hard oh, And then she's <laughs> walking across the field, and we're yelling to Mouse, a "Substitute! Sub! <laughs> substitute. Sub!" Right. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. All right, Wayne. Thanks for calling in, man. We're going to close out the show now because we're running late. But uh, thanks for calling hey, in, and uh, I'll see you. Uh, uh, Thursday. Okay, buddy. See you later. All, All right, right. So we're uh, we're gonna wrap it up, D. Good talking um, to you. Who F- do, final <laughs> thoughts from uh, Mr. Uh, Molnar here. Uh, go to the WDGR Twitter. We'll have our the 
official WDGR picks coming out Friday. See what Mother Nature's going to bring, what the post positions bring, and we're going to... So we're going to do picks. that Friday afternoon, Friday evening. We're going to send out our picks from WDGR. Yeah, check the Perfect. Twitter site. We'll put Excellent. it on there. Good luck, and I uh, hope they all come home. Well, and just got another vote, too. He oh. did get another vote. That's interesting. We're, um, we're on Fuego tonight. So, Daryl, who do you want to thank tonight? Do you want to thank anyone? No. <laughs> That's usually a great line. Yeah, we've done it. Well, uh, let me update the uh, the two polls that we have tonight. Okay, go ahead. Uh, one, are you watching the Kentucky Derby this weekend? 82% yes. So that, bode, that bodes well for the uh, yeah. guests that we had here. Yeah. Solid. Uh, well, we have a chance to win $192,000. Yeah. The other poll, what did you think of tonight's show? If we win that, um, we got streaking. The three votes are awesome, not bad, and really stunk. That was the three votes, so yeah. we're, in the, we're all over the place. No, no, no. Those were the three choices. Oh. So far, we only have uh, the only people who voted for is awesome. Thank How many you. awesomes did you get? One. One awesome? <laughs> All we have are awesome votes. If anybody can see his face, the, the face is the best because he's just... 100% of the votes are awesome. <laughs> if you have an opportunity to come and be a, a, a studio guest, you have to just do it because the radio doesn't do it as much justice as watching these guys' faces and going back and forth at each other and making little references so you can't hear you guys can't hear what we're saying what we're gesturing to each other but it's uh it's very <laughs> it's very interesting and, and we got mr add over here making uh tape balls i uh, have to get some more i i gotta say i've been on a few shows before and top-notch show fellas thank you for having me john man thanks for bringing the insight for the horse Saturday. racing I think a lot of people were informed today. Uh, a lot of uh, people that don't know about horse racing have had an opportunity to, to really hear from a, a basically a professional, uh, professional gambler of what we're doing and and how things work out and from from the stuff down to um, horse uh, heel cuts with the horse, yeah, the hoof quarter quarter, quarter crack a crack the hang nail on your yeah. hang nail on your hoof yeah to exactly what the payouts are going to be for perfectas, trifectas, exactas. Plus, we got wild card baseball predictions. Oh, man, the what a great show. Daryl, this might be the greatest show we've had That's in a That's why while. there's a poll up. There is a poll. Uh, plus, hope you guys in, in studio enjoyed the uh, brand-new segment of the brew-off. Man, was, the uh, brew-off is going to be great. We're going to have to do that every time because that beer was pretty damn good. I hope uh, next week we're on here talking about our winnings. Yeah, wow. man, that'd be so good. So right. for or those of you that are going to be around, uh, Johnny's uh, having a get-together of sorts. Uh, come over and bring money. Five o'clock. And uh, bring a dessert of sorts or bring, uh, uh, bring a beverage. Bring maybe a casserole or whatever something happens. Something nice. So. It's Gentleman's Day. We're grown-ups. All right, Daryl for uh, DGR. Daryl, thank you very much. Thoughts? Mouse, any final thoughts? Great show. Thank Great you show. for having me. Oh, and um, yeah, one more thing. Good night, Debbie. Good night, Debbie. Thank you, and uh, good night. Good night. I'm going to shut my mic now. Good night. Sleep well. <laughs>